Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. Hey, this is Lisa, and you can catch up with me on Twitter. You can find me at ILTM Podcast. I'm also on Instagram at I Love That Movie Podcast, and we have a Patreon. Uh, show is always free, uh, but you can support us on there if you want. Um, right now, we're covering She-Hulk, so if you want to hear my thoughts on She-Hulk and other shows that I'm watching, you get a weekly bonus episode by signing up. Want to take a moment to thank our top patrons? They are Chris Balga, Jeff Whitman, Philip Barker, Michael Cross and Josh Johnson. Thank you guys so much for keeping the lights on. Um, and if you like what you hear today, please subscribe and rate the show wherever you're listening. It does help new listeners find us. And I have a returning voice. You actually just heard him on my Patreon episode recently. Uh, I've got Stu. Say hi, Stu. Hello there. Stu, um, you are back. You, you requested to come back because you wanted to talk about a Halloween movie. Uh, or not a Halloween movie, but a spooky movie. Um, it is spooky season. And so my guest always picks the movie. Um, what movie did you choose to talk about today? I picked James Wan's uh, recent uh, unexpected Dark Horse masterpiece of Malignant. Yes, I agree. It's a masterpiece. I'm getting ahead of myself, though. I got so eager to talk about it. I forgot to say you should introduce yourself. So why don't you introduce yourself a little bit? And then we'll come back to Malignant. I short little, uh, love movies, obviously. Uh, <laughs> I've been on the show a number of times. Uh, I'm Scottish, as you can hear, and that has influenced uh, some of my choices at times. In fact, the original movie I was going to do would have been uh, another one in that le- le- length, but we went for the spooky few instead. So, uh, <laughs> look, I think about maybe, maybe there's not a lot of there's not a lot of like uh, horror movies set in Scotland, though there probably should be. Because uh, then you've got some of the, uh, like, the the folklore and uh, yeah, I feel like I saw a horror movie that had folklore in it, but I feel like it was Irish, not Scottish. Oh gosh, yeah. what was that called? I don't know. They were like trapped in a house, and they like oh, I can't remember. It, it, the movie was okay. Yeah, but yeah, there's well, not like Scottish with- ones. I think I think Dog Soldiers was sort was set was like set in Scotland, but I think most oh. I think most of the but it was like because it was I think it was like they were they were like like soldiers training, so it was like they're out in the middle of nowhere, so there wasn't really, that wasn't really important to the, mm. the narrative a whole lot, but yeah. Hmm. Uh, well, yeah. it is a good idea for a movie, but this movie is actually set in Seattle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, you picked *Malignant*, uh, which I'm assuming you saw this when it came out. Yes, I, uh, I okay. saw it in theaters uh, because uh, we didn't get. We still don't have HBO Max over here. So oh, that's right. We didn't get the we didn't get the option of uh, dual release, but whatever. 
Yeah, I think this was supposed to come out in 2020. And then because of the pandemic, it came out in 2021. And like you're saying, it was uh, streamed in the States, but not everywhere else. I feel like you saw it a little bit before we did. Like, I feel like on Twitter, you were like, I just saw this in theaters. And I'm like, oh, we haven't gotten it yet. So I think you um, still got to see it like a little bit earlier, but not streaming. I don't know, because I remember seeing like reactions about it on uh, Twitter. And I wouldn't say what I would. I would and it was like one, like one of the one of the, way, one of the ways someone described it. I wouldn't say it because it's kind of a spoiler. But the way they describe it uh, was like, that doesn't sound like the movie that was advertised. I'm going to watch this. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie has a big sharp left turn in it. Um, yes. Oh, and, and, and on that note, I, I would definitely watch this before we talk about it because it's going to be really hard not to share spoilers, not to share like the biggest spoiler. So I would recommend pausing here, watching the movie, coming back. I believe it's still on HBO Max, right? I mean, it should be. It's a warm, should it's be, a yeah. Movie. Probably not one of the ones that was removed. Um, but here is the synopsis in case in case you're brave enough to uh, to not care about spoilers or in case you already saw it. Um, it's one sentence. Um, Madison is paralyzed by shocking visions of grisly murders, and her torment worsens as she discovers that these waking dreams are, in fact, terrifying realities. Um, yeah, that sounds. That definitely sounds like a very straight-laced, serious movie that <laughs> yeah, plays yeah. things completely soberly <laughs> and and not and not in any sort of uh, highly high, highly arched way or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this movie is wacky, is what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, um, fact, it's really fact, good. Yeah, I think I, I saw. I, I think when when, when um, there was an online uh, uh, film reviewer called Lovell, and he I think he summed up pretty well in his review. Is like this is a movie not from James Wan, the director of uh, The Conjuring. This is a movie from James Wan, the director of uh, Aquaman. I agree. <laughs> it's a horror movie. From <laughs> I James, agree. James Wan, Aquaman. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I I really love this movie. I think, you know, people have like kind of polarizing takes on it. Like, especially when it first came out, I feel like yeah. it's kind of softened since then. But especially when it first came out, I mean, there were people on my list, you know, on my like Twitter feed and Facebook and stuff that like hated it. And then there were people that absolutely adored it. I think it depends on what kind of horror fan you are a little bit. I mean, yeah. Um, I, I generally like most horror films um most genres but this is definitely you know camp um yeah. and it's it's cranked up to an 11 but i if it knows what it is i don't feel like this movie is trying to take itself too seriously i, don't, I think when people misinterpret it that way that's when they're like this is bad and i'm like no this movie knows what it is yeah. and it's doing it well um and i agree james wan this is the James Wan we got in Aquaman, <laughs> for sure, and and I like it. I think I think I dare say this is like some of my favorite, you know, stuff that he's done. Like I, I just really enjoyed this film, and um, I do have a couple of quick facts about it. Um, this first one could even be a spoiler if you know what this means. But apparently, the patient report for Emily May, which is. Um, you know, one of the characters in the movie, uh, is copied directly from the Wikipedia article on craniopagus parisius, Paris, parasiticus, parasiticus, craniopagus parasiticus. So 
ruminate on that. What do I mean by that? We'll come back to that. But I like that they just took it from a Wikipedia article. <laughs> I mean, we don't have to go for like, you know, great sources here. Yes. Um, also, the Seattle Underground is a real tour open to the public, which was a question I had watching that movie. I've been to Seattle one time, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um, lastly, Stephen King praised this movie on Twitter, writing, I watched Malignant on HBO and I thought it was brilliant. It feels like a Stephen King story a little bit, <laughs> so I'm not really surprised by that. Yeah, it's got it's got some uh, weird mental stuff and... Uh... It's. I mean, all you, all you really do, all you really do, is just move it to Maine, and it would. You'd say, oh yeah, this is kind of Stephen King, even more. Yeah, I think just yeah. There's like you said that the mental stuff. There's, I think, I don't know. Sometimes people forget that a lot of Stephen King's books, like, they do have like a goofy kind of pulpy, fun element to them, and I think yeah. that's in this movie too. Um, you know, he's got some straightforward, serious horror, but a lot of it is is kind of like this, where there's it's kind of goofy. And I like that. So um, I can see why he liked this movie. But um, now, are you familiar with this cast? Uh, I was looking up the main character, Madison, who's played uh, by Annabelle Wallace. Who, uh, who's, who starred in Annabelle, but not as Annabelle. Which, that's uh, right. Seems, <laughs> it's like a, a missed opportunity. And she was <laughs> also in... <laughs> and she was also in Tudors and in Peaky Blinders. Um, yeah. Two shows I don't watch a whole lot, but I know are very popular. But I I think she did such a great job. Um, she has sort of a Jessica Chastain look to her in this movie. There's something like really striking about the dark hair on her. It kind of almost looks like a wig, but... <laughs> yeah. But um, it's she's got an interesting look in the movie. And I think, I don't know. She she does a really good job as a central character. I mean, she does sort of look sort of gothic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's uh, something about when people have like really light hair, like blonde hair, and then they dye it dark. It always looks like that contrast just looks extra gothic somehow. Yes. Um, and, but the rest of the cast, I'm not super familiar with either. I um I do like the performances from the whole cast. You yeah. know, um. Kiko um, Shaw. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh yeah. Um, I was going to say that. Yeah, just just um, the uh, yeah. Uh, Sh- Kiko Shaw's partner, uh, uh, her actress Michelle. Mich- Mich- uh, I'm not sure if this is right. Michelle Brianna White or Nicole Brianna White. I'm not sure. Um, she was just in this week's episode of uh, the episode of Atlanta. Oh. Uh, as Ernest's um, aunt, and she was like, she was really funny. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I need to watch that show. People always tell me to watch that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's largely like, yeah, I didn't really like. No, I didn't really recognize anybody. <laughs> for the most yeah, part yeah. I liked the detective in this one. I guess he's yeah. played by George Young. Um, and I liked uh, like the doctors, like the people that played the doctors, because they get to oh. do some campy stuff. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Madison's uh, father uh, uh-huh. in the flashbacks. Well, I say flashbacks. It's like the home videos. Uh, is played by Andy Bean. Oh, who was one of the uh, who you'd know from briefly from the beginning of uh, Chapter Two. Oh, okay. You remember Did him? not because realize he, that he was he was the older version of. Um, uh, he's the one that's okay. Spoilers for that Chapter Two. <laughs> he's the one that kills himself at the beginning of the movie. 
Oh, okay, okay. And he was, and, and he also played um, Alec Holland in uh, Swamp Thing, which is by James Wan. Oh, I never ended up watching that, but I know okay. everyone has said it's like, really I, good. Yeah, Alec Holland is like the human form of like Swamp Thing originally. Oh, who gets, okay. Who also gets killed at the beginning. Uh, and and his character in this is also dead by the time he's like a Sean Bean yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's funny Sean Bean is like I wonder if that's like a (laughs) last intentional thing (laughs) maybe yeah um well, uh, let's talk a little bit about this movie because I'm excited to dive in. Do you want to talk about some of your favorite scenes? Yes. Uh, so okay. spoiler, we're in spoiler. Yep, uh, yep. Go yeah. for it. Spoilers all around. Okay. So just talk about it. Uh, the opening scene. <laughs> the opening scene is great because like it, the, like we talk about we talk about how this movie takes a left, but mm-hmm. it actually takes a left right at the beginning because. True. Uh, when you watch the trailer, like just watch the trailers for these things, and like you also get and like it, it sort of hints at what's going on with the plot. There's 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 like there's there's a separate killer, and Madison is like somehow connected to them. Um, mm-hmm. And there's like some sort of supernatural aspect that they're mentally linked. Uh, but there's like also some elements like where like uh, implying maybe it's like a ghost or something. Uh, yeah, so it, it, it so- looks very like Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Like it kind of reminds me of like where Eleven's being held or yeah. something that's, you know, hospitally. Um, there's something supernatural. It's yeah. killing a bunch of doctors and staff. Yeah. But you get this like, but then you get this like, and it seems, it all seems like from the trailers and talking, it all seems like sort of very, like I said, straight faced. But then mm-hmm. you get this, you get this opening and it's like, kind of cap. It's like definitely deliberately going for a B movie mm-hmm. thing with the way the acting is. Like, and, like everyone's just kind of like, Everyone's really pronounced, and like the, the way people deliver exposition, like he's drinking electricity. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like when, not very high tech uh, yeah. jargon. And when the uh, when that security guard gets his arm broken, and he's like ah ah ah, <laughs> uh, and like like then 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 you get like uh, what the he- and you get like the first sort of gloves the Gabriel bang the plastic sheet so you can start so like like if you if you were like really like paying attention you could probably guess what this was go where the plot was because the, the the twist was because like, it was kind of shown here uh where, where you, uh but it's still kind of you, you're getting a lot of hints that yeah and and uh, we always get the doctor saying uh just straight up looking at the camera and saying it's time to cut out the cancer and then it goes dun, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's like a ridiculous it, even even that comment, it's like you could yeah. kind of maybe figure out what's going on. I think yeah. at first you sort of interpret it as like they're going to kill him. Yeah. But uh, it could also be interpreted as something is being removed, right? So we don't yeah. know. And then it kind of time jumps 27 years later. Yeah. And, and can we also talk about the fact that the doctor clearly had been waiting for the opportunity to use that line? Because <laughs> not only did she say it there... But then later in the movie, when you see um, the videos of our, of, the, of the operation, just is about to prepare, just almost puts masks and says, "It's time to go out the cancer." And it's like, "We heard you the first time." <laughs> yeah, it's like, why do you are you so addicted to that phrase? Also, later uh, when you her name's Doctor Weaver, it says yeah. she specializes in child reconstructive surgery, which I don't think is how you would phrase that. But anyway, <laughs> child reconstructive—that doesn't sound yeah. right. Um, but yeah, she's uh, she really loves her work. Um, she's yeah. an interesting person, possibly evil. We'll talk about that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it's, I think she's mostly good, but there's there's definitely questions about that hospital and what they're doing because yes, 
there's definitely other stuff. There's definitely other stuff going on there, and it was, and it's like this big ominous giant building that's on the edge of a cliff. Again, that's like another aspect of it. It's like you wouldn't, you wouldn't need to do that in most other movies. But James Wan's like, yeah, I'll, I'll put a giant crossbow on the side of a cliff, and the yeah. looms like ridiculously loud over it. Uh, right, it's giving like government conspiracy type stuff. Yeah. You know, like it doesn't seem like they're being open and honest about what they're working on. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And I, I don't, not to say that government buildings are in the sides of cliffs, because that part's silly, but yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you're right. There's something possibly sinister to their work. We don't really know. It's not really yeah. explained, and frankly, it doesn't need to be. <laughs> uh, but sequels, yeah. in which I, I demand at least two sequels. I would love a sequel. I would love a sequel. Um, there, is, yeah. there, is, there is definitely, like, like, like I said, questions about that, but also stuff like, like okay, so... If you, you can maybe okay, you can sort of like massive suspension of disbelief. You can sort of accept the whole um, possession thing of, of the uh, and like of the conjoined twin uh, and uh, stuck in the head and all that. You can mm-hmm. you can accept that, but then you've got to get, but then you have to ask like okay, so where, where does where does his uh, ability to control electrical devices <laughs> come from? <laughs> I know they don't really explain his supernatural yeah. powers. Only, Cause, cause, <laughs> yeah, cause, cause, yeah. They, they, like they, they talk about how her dad, how their father was like evil and like the, the straight up state, like pure evil. So it's like there's something about him as a more his story is 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 he like a supernatural being? Was he a demon or something? Because yeah, really true. Like, hey, where all that where all that comes in, that's like something you could explore in the sequel. Um, I agree. I yeah. agree. But. but uh, yeah. But yeah, we have that scene. Uh, Great way got, to open it, for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Absolutely love it. You also got the, uh, the, the massacre in the police station, which... Uh, yes. Is, My is gosh. <laughs> totally amazing. Uh, it was like, it's kind of funny because like, yeah, when, when Madison gets put into the holding cell uh, mm-hmm. with all the other... Um, all, all the other... Uh, pres- all the other... Uh, yeah, prisoners and like again this is like places like where like the whole this movie isn't this movie is having fun because it's like just just look at everyone who's there and it's like this is massive motley clue because there's like a woman there who seems to be uh uh some sort of gangbanger uh there's yeah. a woman there who looks like she's like she was like time traveled from 1970s uh he, yes people look really cartoonishly over yeah. the top like yeah. caricatures and, yeah and best of all was uh zoe bell as a character named scorpion <laughs> who's wearing a lot of denim and has like a mullet. And it's like, yeah, you're like, that person is not in prison. I don't feel like yeah. these are reflective yeah. of real prisoners. It seems more like an 80s movie of yeah. what bad guys are. Yeah. Yeah. And because, and because you know, Zoe Bell is like accomplished, like stunt woman and there's Daniel Stout, so her presence suddenly in this movie, you just, you just know shit is about to go down. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then we have the whole fight in the so we have all that and then you have the, then you have the massive fight in the the bullpen, mm-hmm. uh, 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 concluding with like the most amazing throwing of a chair ever, <laughs> ever committed, <laughs> which is again it was like completely unnecessary because like um, Moss and and Shaw were like actually like running away, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, he knew it wasn't going to kill them, but Gabriel just decided to pick it up and throw at them just just to be a dick. Uh, yeah because <laughs> so i have to ask like when we haven't talked about the twist yet but did you yeah. figure this out like so okay it's called malignant right and yes. uh, madison um 
like you said, she's loosely connected to these murders and it, the movie starts after that scene of her like being pregnant, but then she loses the baby. And for some, this is like another horror trope that doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, the guy's abusive, but yeah. her husband's like really mad at her for losing the baby. Like that's a choice. I, I don't know. That part was yeah. weird. He beats her up and she's bloodied. And yeah. then that's when all these murders start popping off. And we're all kind of yeah. wondering, like, you know, is Madison doing this? But we're hearing a male voice. So how could she be the one? And then yeah. later it's revealed she's got this parasitic twin in her head. And that's who's doing that. Now, yeah. when, did you kind of figure this out before it was revealed? Or was that like a surprise to you? Yeah, that was a surprise. Because like, like, I think I actually had maybe possibly a weirder theory based on... Uh, <laughs> I want to hear it. Because it being, being, since it was called Malignant, and because it was like time to cut out of the cancer, I was like thinking, uh, and like since I heard this movie really bonkers, I was like, Did, are they are they going to go with like, like they cut out a tumor, but the tumor survived and then mutated <laughs> and a, a vengeful, a vengeful, a vengeful tumor, a vengeful humanoid killing machine? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I would watch that too. Um, so here, I okay, I didn't have it completely figured out, but I noticed that. You know, when she was beat up and her head was bloodied, I noticed that blood, like, never healed. So I knew something was in yeah. the back of her head. And then my husband was like, have you noticed that this killer's, like, moving backwards? Like, he said that, mm. like, before we even saw He's like, their hands are backwards. And, like, he, he hadn't figured it out yet. But he was like, why is why is it moving backwards and stuff like that? Right. Um, I think by the time we get this prison scene that you're talking about or jailhouse scene. Um, you know, that's when we know. And I think when we know that Gabriel's on the back of her head and causing her to move backwards, it just makes all that stunt work you're talking about even more fun. Cause it's so absurd and ridiculous looking and weird. And yeah, by this point in the movie, I was like laughing and having fun and just yeah. truly enjoying it. And, and that's probably where, you know, some people are like, well, this isn't realistic and this is silly. And it's like, yeah. yeah, it is, but it's great. Also, when I saw Gabriel, I have to say I screamed. I was afraid of Gabriel. Yeah. He's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I honestly thought he looked kind of scary, but also kind of, again, campy and like silly. Yeah. And I just, I loved it. Yeah. Cause and, like the movie does like kind of, it kind of throws you some side to side in terms of like what's going, what's going on because that first kill, with the husband, it does play like 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 there's a ghost from the yes. way everything is depicted, and then but then it's like not very long after they actually showed Gabriel. Well, to the extent that they do like giving away the Madison uh, as an actual like physical presence, uh, mm -hmm. like like living and living in this mysterious uh, attic, which again that was like oh, that was an amazing uh, reveal as well. Um, yes, because uh, like especially the fact that like we just had that scene where. Uh, Madison is like talk, is talking to the psychic, and uh, she's sort of remembering Gabriel, and then uh, it, it, it does any play like on this music, and then it cuts to a wide shot, establishing shot. So you think, oh, we're going to completely different uh, location here, and you have uh, Jane, like Jane Doe escaping, trying to escape from the wall, and then she falls down, breaks through the floor, and then and like 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 I don't know where she's like smashing through into Madison's living room. <laughs> And it just cuts, it cuts back to him, cuts to Madison's reaction. It's just like, just pauses, and then she just gives like ridiculous scream, loud scream, while uh, the music plays. Oh, that's another thing. Like the music is great, and like the fact yes. that she's playing that, 
version of Where Is My Mind uh, over it, which uh, took, took a couple of times for me to recognize that. Like, recognize that what it was yeah, I was like, oh, is that the Pixies song? You know, I did notice it, I think, because when I was younger, I was like obsessed with Fight Club. I know, y'all, that's really yeah. weird to say now, but <laughs> I did really like that movie, so I liked that song. Yeah, and like, that's like a, yet another um, clue about it. Where is my mind? Because uh, she's not. Her, her mind is literally going. Is literally being taken. Her body is her mind is literally being like shoved out of her body for a bit. Yes. So Gabriel can take over. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Like, 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 just yeah. Just the fact, like, when, when, when Gabriel, like, it just the movie does did seem to like jump around a lot from supernatural ghosty things to uh, like freakish. Weirdly moving, spindly. <laughs> yes, I really liked um, Gabriel's weapon, which is, uh, I guess, Weaver's trophy that he yeah. turns into that weird knife thing that becomes. <laughs> I loved that. Yeah, um, uh, that was like, a great. It's, it's yeah. also funny because it's like it's it's arguably kind of un- unnecessary because like he's going around <laughs> like, ripping people like t- like like he's, he's like depicted as was like so so strong he just like snap people's necks and, and all that but. He really wants to, like, make a mess of everybody. Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically his motive is he kills anybody that gets too close to Madison. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I love I loved that. I love, like you were talking about earlier, I really like the scene uh, where we get footage from her childhood. And, you know, we for yeah. a while we think Gabriel is, like, an imaginary friend. I thought that was, like, another fun, like, there's a lot of fun little scenes within this movie that are, like, different tropes from different horror movies and i thought that yeah. was like a really good one too yeah. um but yeah by yeah. towards the end we're like okay gabriel is just like this evil parasitic twin yeah. and for some reason he's got powers <laughs> that are never yeah. explained but very entertaining nonetheless yeah, and like yeah the jealousy thing is, is quite good and i do i actually really like um maddie hassan as uh the sister sydney she's yes good. She's, yes she, 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 she's good comic relief um because uh, like she's like she's like again it's like there's like just a like, good balance of like the, the family drama between them and like the humor she brings to it, it's including like um, that scene uh, where like after her husband's been killed and Madison's like in the house alone and uh, she's in like the bedroom and like the camera just pans over and there's like Sydney just like looking in through the window and it's like <laughs> it's like it's like, it's, 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 like, it's, like, like like a really, like probably like, the funniest jump scare because mm-hmm. like she didn't she didn't she didn't even really do it she just like sitting there and it's like ah oh, Jesus. And then, <laughs> and then just the fact that um, her interactions with Kakua Shaw, where she's like trying not, she keeps un, 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 uh, unintentionally flirting with him, um, yeah, and getting embarrassed about it. About like when, uh, like, oh, well, you know, if uh, if, if uh, Madison, if you if you check this out, and if like, and if you're wrong, then uh, you can put Mad, you can lock Madison up, and you can put the handcuffs on me. And then there's like an awkward pause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I like the sister, and, you know, this is, like, the big turning point for Madison, too. So we find out that Gabriel really hated when Madison's, uh, I guess, like, adopted mom was pregnant because, you know, again, competition. He wants to be the only sibling, so he doesn't like the new sibling and wants to kill her, which I also, I agree, like, she's really good comedy relief, and, like, also, she gets, like, so screwed up, like, thrown in that bed and things on top of her, and somehow she, like, survives all that, which I'm like, I don't know that that's <laughs> realistic but um she's kind of like her turning point you know that's how she's able to fight back against gabriel the love yeah. of her sister which i think is kind of cute and like different from a lot of horror movies center on like a love interest but this time it's like sibling love and i think that's kind of cool um 
Yeah. You know, I I like when movies stray from just like the romantic stuff. Yeah. Just because the romantic stuff is so overdone. Um, yeah. And so I, I liked that part of it, too. Yeah. And she's uh, just like some of the like some of the ways she's like trying to like help. She's trying to like 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 she's trying to like, in, in, like insert herself into the investigation. And she's like suggesting yeah. that. Oh, well, you know, maybe it's a psychic. I mean, you, you consult psychics all the time, don't you? It's like, no, we don't do that. Uh, and she's like, actually, no, no, I'm pretty sure you do. I mean, I played this, I played the psychic once on, on a TV cop show. They said to do it all the time, and like, no, that's, that's not. <laughs> it is true. Like in a lot of like horror movies, they consult a psychic and they act like that's just part of investigation. And you're like, you yeah. know, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. um I, 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 again, like when she goes to investigate the hospital, and uh, <laughs> she's. She like she's going to go into the she's going to go in the basement. She's like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, again, that was, that was quite funny because like that whole scene is like you kind of expect there to be a big jump scare in that moment, but it's it's eerie. But she gets what she needs, and it just cuts to her going there, her mother, and uh, still just, just to watch the video because uh, she's the only person she knows apparently with uh, still work with a VCR. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I mean, there's not a lot of people with VCRs anymore, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Also interesting that, yeah, we meet the mother and then she dies, like, immediately, which, again, I feel like is another trope, but... Um, Wait, what? What? D- d- don't we meet um, Madison's mother in the movie, too? Uh, she dies? That, I thought... No, oh. she, she doesn't die. Oh, I thought she died. Okay. She's she's, she's a woman uh, leading the the tour, on the underground tour, and she's still, she's still alive at the end. Oh, okay. I thought she died. Because remember, they go... They go I like, made that up. Uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but I sorry think, I, think ta- I think you're talking about her adoptive mother um oh yeah uh, i probably am yeah i probably got them confused <laughs> yeah she she was she was good uh like there was, there was like again like just just there was like a kind of a like um notable detail where like she was like she was ill somehow she's like cause she, i think she was in a wheelchair and she was like on like a iv and it wasn't really explained what she was what it, like what it was going that's on with right that. yeah that's true. Like, okay, I mean, that's I who I was just... thinking of. I think I probably just yeah got got them confused. Oh, that's that's uh, that's Susanna Thompson, uh, played her, uh, who she was uh, Moira Queen and Arrow, uh, and she oh. was also, but she was also uh, the Borg Queen on Star Trek Voyager. Oh my gosh! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did not know that. Well, Very that, cool. Yeah. Oh, uh, I also liked, okay, I'm jumping around, I know, but I I also liked how we find out later that, like, um, Gabriel, like, every time Madison got pregnant, Gabriel would, like, absorb that twin and steal its powers and that's, or, you know, absorb it and get stronger and stronger. And, like, that's kind of her breaking point, too. She's like, oh, no, he took my baby, basically. Um, I thought that was campy and silly and, like, I don't know, just kind of fun. Yeah, this movie, this movie is surprisingly little chill about what in other movies would be like really serious topics. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Like that. Yeah, miscarriages are a very, you know, in real life, a very sensitive topic. But you're right, yeah. in this movie, it's just like, yeah. he just absorbed them. Also, also <laughs> the fact that like Gabriel is depicted as an, a completely unsympathetic monster. Uh, yes. He, he kind of had like, he really, like, like looked at, look at, look at it objectively. He really did have like kind of like the the the, the bad end of that deal because um, <laughs> he was he was he was born as a parasite and 
True. Like, you know, he didn't have like autonomy and any autonomy he had to get here to take him take for himself. Uh but the movie doesn't I think the movie likes I think like, they talk about briefly about how maybe they tried to help him, but then they just gave up pretty quickly. It's like, nah, he's evil. He's pure evil. Just like it's all. Right. You have a good point. Like there's not a lot of moral consideration about cutting a person out of another person and not giving him any choices. Like you said, he has no autonomy, but and he's so horrifying. Like when you finally get to see him, he's so scary looking. Yeah. I, I love the way he looks. Yeah. yeah. And like, it's also the fact that like the, the, the twins are like a, a, a product, a product of uh, uh sexual assault on a oh, true, as well. True. Again. And again, that's like, that's very serious. And like, I'm not saying the movie makes light of it, but it, it does. Just, it does like, I mean, it, it does kind of do yeah. it in a very Hollywoody, well, not Hollywood, but it's like very, you know, high concept. Like this is this is pure evil, I and mean, it is pure evil. But like again, it's like the whole thing about they don't really tell us a whole lot about the father, and like mm-hmm. there's like whole mystery about who he was and if he has anything to do with why the other way, why Gabriel was the way he is. Um, I think a good way to go would be if it was some sort of like cult, you know, uh-huh. thing, or you know, maybe like you said, a demon or something like that. That would add another of, layer to it, or some sort of mutant, mutant thing, yeah. and that's why that's why the, the hospital was sort of like uh, uh, looking at them. Um, yeah, <laughs> but you're yeah. right. There's a lot of like what are in in reality pretty sensitive topics, but they're not yeah. handled very sensitively. Yeah. But I would say again, like it's probably because a lot of these are tropes in like yeah. horror movies that yeah they do gloss well, over. <laughs> well. There used to be kind of like in like the mainstream like like there was a lot there was, there was a lot of like not a lot of like ambiguity like yeah considerations that stuff and these days like with elevated horror and all that like there's, there's, there's definitely seems to be more of a, a push to be more um socially conscious so That's true. And, and so in a sense this this movie is very refreshing in the fact that it kind of is very old school like that when it's just um it's, I, I don't think it's i don't think it's making any comment at all about these things in real life or these people people who like like enjoy like that it's just like that is very, it's just it's a good it's a good um hook for yeah exactly like i think this is more like yeah it almost if it wasn't a movie it could be like an episode of creep show or something it's just like silly fun horror like old school stuff yeah um yeah. And also apparently um like a big inspiration well there's just kind of been i think i think you might have confirmed it but there's like there's, there's been uh speculation that one of the influences on the movie was like uh, Italian giallo films, which oh. were which were these old. Um, I've never seen them, but there was there were these old like um, like from seventies and sixties, seventies, eighties, maybe like mm-hmm. Italian uh, like thrillers, like not not like not horror movies. Well, maybe a little horror movies, but like there, there was never anything like this. Um, Fantastical. It was more just like serial killers and that, but like like apparently like a lot like 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 the, the like the, the way Gabriel was dressed and like the way the camera angles are done and all that. Apparently that's, that's very in, in the in the the vein of uh, Yellow. Um, oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, so, um, uh, what else? Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot yeah. of it, like, I really mean, rapid fire. I mean, it's only 111 minutes. It's, it's a little under two hours. Yeah. Um, uh, One thing that came up, which, you know, obviously, I, I, 
my show focuses on movies that I love, but I was undeniably influenced by How Did This Get Made? And they have a great episode on this movie oh. also. So I want to plug that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like we covered a lot of the best yeah. scenes. I, I think, I guess we talked about it, but I really like too when, like you said, when they kind of show, um, I guess when she's in her mind and like yeah. Gabriel is like taking over and can kind of, it's, he's not yeah. controlling reality, but he's, like, making her, I guess, like, hallucinate her inner yeah. mind's eye. And I like those scenes. I think those are really fun. Uh, and when, like, Dr. Rio gets killed, uh, the way that shot is very weird because, like, when Mad- Madison first sees Dr. Weaver in her, in her, in her own house. Yes. The washing machine. Oh, yeah. Like, that, that, was a, that was a really weird shot as well because it, it really just gave you the impression that, she, that this woman just appeared in Madison's house and was, like, sitting behind <laughs> Standing behind this open door and was like looking through the window. <laughs> yes. Like, yeah, it's quite funny. But like, yeah, like, like, like the murder scenes are all very like um, short, very atmospheric. Way like the uh, the second one with the um, the red light. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes, and, and that's, yes. And that's where you, that's where you first get like the real uh, impression of uh, you can first notice that Gabriel's walk walks backwards because mm-hmm. of the way like he kneels on the bed. Um, also, uh, just to bring it back to Scotland, uh, this this scene has a. Uh, a reference to Highlander. Oh, because <laughs> because um, like you know they say that you know, like the reason they recognise like um, they're able to recognise where the place is is because it's like the Silver Cup apartments. Oh, okay. And so because there's like a big Silver Cup sign outside, and like uh, in Highlander there was like the, the climax took place at the real life like Sil- Silver Cup Studios. What was it? Like the, the Silver Cup. Um, it was it was like a factory that. They, they did like sugar and then that was used as like for movies um and apparently that was james Wan. that was de- that was a deliberate reference by james Wan uh and uh, to russell mccauley 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 the, oh, who directed okay. um highlander because they're, they're fellow australians uh I, oh that's not a thing as well yeah like yeah australian directors like they seem to bring like just this batshit uh energy to these things because like him and uh uh, was it Le- Leigh Warnell, uh, who did um, Upgrade? Hmm. Oh, I still haven't seen Upgrade. Oh, you should, oh yeah, yeah, if you like Malignant, you'll like Upgrade. Although, yeah, 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 you like, yeah, you like Upgrade. Because um, that's that's the movie. You know, you know what that movie is? Yes, yes. The, the guy gets the um, the sort of like cybernetic enhancement to him to mm-hmm. try and find his wife, like the guy, his wife's killers, and like he's got an AI that takes over for him, and it's like it's just very, it's just like it's so it's like similar energy to this, like in terms of like the the way it does the action scenes and all that. Yes, uh, I also also really like the um, the CSI uh, character. Oh the, yeah, the yeah. The one who's got like a clear, has clearly got like a a, a crush on Shaw. Uh, <laughs> Yes. Uh, played by um, Ingrid Bisu, who I think actually, yep, she she co-wrote it with James Wan. Oh, because, interesting. Like, they, yeah, they're they're married in real life. Oh, I didn't know that. Wow, well, that's really well, they, cool. Well, well, they came up, they, they co-wrote the, the story. The, the screen the screenplay the screenplay was by uh, someone else. Um, oh, okay. So but, like uh, they came up with the concept. They just didn't yeah. write the screenplay. But yeah, Makes she's sense. also got yeah, she's also got one of my favorite bits of the movie where after Gabriel does all that stuff at the police station and leaves. She she walks she she runs in and she's like, she sees um she sees Moss has got like like or like she's got the big cut on her bill and she's like oh and then she see, then she sees Coco who's just got like a broken arm she's like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> and she gets the phone out and she's like wait a minute 
wait a minute. Why am I why am I why am I dialing nine one one? Because she just realizes that that would be completely pointless in the situation because all the cops just got their asses handed to them. Yeah, um, she's really uh, pretty. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, Mo- I, I, yeah. That's the thing. It's like uh, a bit Moss, uh, Moss and Shaw, like the other night, where like Shaw's he tries to hear her, hear, hear everything out. Mm-hmm. Well, Moss is just like she doesn't like take care any of it. And she just constantly like from like like the beginning, she just like um, blames Madsen. And, yes. Uh, and like and weirdly, even after even after they have that phone call with uh, Gabriel, she still sends Madison into the <laughs> holding cell. So yeah, like, you're like, how can you not tell that's not her voice? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, that's how yeah. those kind of movies are, like, yeah, you know. So yeah, it's a total coincidence. All those light bulbs exploded. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, complete coincidence. Like nothing suspicious here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and um, like uh, just I love just like just yeah again just you can't really just it's all like the little things in this movie that make it great. Like just like like just, like what 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 extras that. They didn't you do, but they did it anyway. Like um, when for the climax, when they go to the hospital and uh, room, and like there's that one security guard, and then Gabriel just makes the guys like, pacemaker explode. Just, just again, <laughs> again, again. Gabriel, Gabriel doesn't need to do this because he can just walk up and just like snap people's necks. But he just he, he just, just loves like, a, yeah theatrics. <laughs> just on a tear. Um, and uh, she also uh, yeah, but yeah, it's like again for that questions like at the end of it when when. Uh, Everything's been resolved, and Madsen just makes the hole in the chest um, heal up. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. Like... <laughs> yeah. You gotta love it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah. I really hope that there is a sequel at some point. Apparently, it didn't. Apparently, because of the Geo release thing, it didn't uh. do well enough. But like, maybe, maybe if Aquaman two does well, he get he'll love enough clout to ask for it. I yeah, that's true. If it, it can make it like his pet project, or these days, well, I don't know. HBO is not really loving all these streaming movies, uh, but I mean, like that—that that would have been one angle. But he could always go to Netflix or somewhere else. Maybe I mean, we'll see. Yeah. But yeah, I would, I would like a sequel. I think you're right. I think telling more about her dad would be a good way to do it. Plus, yeah. you know, she said that she'd be ready to fight Gabriel next time. But yeah, there is yeah. like a little faint glimmer at the end that he's still yeah. uh, active. So yeah. I'd also accept it if they made it like a lot of it like a like a, a courtroom drama where Madison <laughs> has to go where Madison has to like go on trial over the <laughs> and then she has to defend herself about about the situation and like I love because like that's the weird, that's the thing about like um, these like I love to see a movie like where this crazy this crazy thing happens and then in the sequel like. It's, it's publicly known and like the world is changing. Sometimes you get movies that do things like this, do, do, yes. do high, high things, and then the sequel kind of walks it back. Like, like, like I think like like the first Chucky movie, um, the cop and uh, the cop in that film, and the, the the main characters, the main kid's mother. They all mm-hmm. they both know that Chucky is real, but in the sequel, it's just like oh, the, the mother like went insane or something like that, and then the cop just probably didn't do anything to back back her up on it. Uh, so uh, so just sort of reset. So I, I love it if it the sequel and it was dealing with the fact that Gabriel's real and he's sort of a known quantity and he's like, if you get like, if you get like a scene where you like you have to actually like call him to, to testify. So Madison's like on the stand and Gabriel's head is let out and he's just like ranting on the on the on the on the on the stand about his lot in life and why he killed all these people. That would that would be great. And they can have like a big um, courtroom 
uh, magical scene where he jumps up and he's just like attacking all the journals and all that, um, and 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 all that. And it's, it's... Man, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> all right, well, did we cover everything? Is there anything else we need to say before no. we wrap it up? Go ahead. No, I think I think it did pretty well. Yeah, pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I think we covered it. It's so good, but I I hope it, I hope my love for it's gotten across enough this episode i think yeah. from both of us uh, yeah, it's, talking it's, about it's, it so much yeah as best if you, as uh and most pit stages as best if someone just walk, goes into this movie completely blind and, i agree i agree <laughs> and gets taken by surprise by everything in it because uh that's what makes it so good and so fun exactly I, I, had a, I had a friend who like uh, i was trying to convince to watch it and he was like he wouldn't watch it until unless i told him some sort of spoiler to try to convince him about it. <laughs> And then I said, no, I'm not going to do that. And so, well, you, well, if you don't tell me, I'll go look up myself. And I had to be like, well, don't I spoil too much of it? So I had to tell him enough. And then he went, yeah. and, looked up, then he went and looked up some stuff anyway, just to, uh, so, yeah. He's, he's kind of well, some like people that. do that too when they're kind of afraid they're going to get too scared. <laughs> you no, know? He, he's, he's, he's no, he's, he's not the type of person. Oh, he just had yeah. to know. Yeah. Or, uh, it, it, like, did it yeah. pique his interest when he found out the twist or? Yeah, and, and especially okay. when, especially when you saw, especially when there's like like clips floating about of uh, the the fight scenes. Yeah, like you see it kind of like that annoyingly, like um um you know the Last of Us. Mm -hmm. Uh oh, you know what? I shouldn't say actually because the TV show is a spoiler. Oh okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, basically, okay. basically there was something. Basically, before the Last of Us came out, there was the the game that is um there was uh, speculation about how it would end. Oh uh, okay. And and like he had a, he had this he had this rule about playing the game, and he and, and, I, and I, no matter how much I recommended it to him, and he was like, "Does X happen or Y happen?" And I'm like, "If I told you that, that would be a big thing." But it, he was like really adamant about he he's really adamant that if either of those two things happened, it would bother him and he would put him off it. <laughs> so I had, to, I had to basically confirm for him, no, I had to basically confirm for him, no, that X happened and Y does not happen. So then he went there, and it's like. And it's like, and like, it would have, and like, in my opinion, like, if, uh, for the story that last of us, the possibility of X or Y happening is what makes the ending uh, good uh, and interesting for what it is. But yeah, uh. yeah, I, I well, I I'm pretty bad. So my husband gets on to me because I do sometimes look up spoilers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on a show or whatever, and he, and I'm like, uh oh, I looked it up or. And he's always like, please don't tell me, like, you know, so I kind of understand where your friend's coming from a little bit. But yeah, I agree with you. This this movie's better when you go in blind. I think that's probably that. I mean, you know, I always ask, like, what your pitch is. And I think that's a pretty good pitch. Like, don't look up a whole lot about it. I mean, I guess you could say yeah. it's campy and fun, but don't look up like what it's oh. about. Oh, well, since we're in spoiler territory, I might as well say that, like, the thing that I read that, that um, like intrigued me a bit, piqued my interest about it was that someone tweeted that it was like uh it was like a it was like a it was like a weird horror version of Spider-Man or Venom. <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Because yeah. Gabriel does kind of kind of fly about uh, True, does, like, like he is it, kind it, of like a symbiote a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's another good way to pitch it. Yeah. Like I would say like Venom. Yeah. And I would normally I say like what makes you what made you see this so many times, but I mean this movie only came out a year ago, so yeah. <laughs> you've probably oh, I, seen I, it a couple times. But I saw it in theaters twice, and I saw it, oh, awesome. watched it on uh, uh, streaming a couple of times as well, quite fast. So. Yeah, yeah, I've so seen it, it a couple it, times. 
it's good to go back to for those <laughs> those laugh those those uh, those zany moments. Um, and there's just the general wildness of it. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a good movie for like a Halloween lineup if you're watching. I mean, I I think it fits right into the mix of like. Yeah, I know you said it didn't do super well, but I feel like I hope at least that it has sort yeah. of like a a well, cult following. I think that I think there always is kind of hope for like sequels to horror movies because horror movies tend to like uh, be very cheap, uh, well, yes. very, not 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 as budget intensive. So there's I think there's always a chance of like if, if you feel that. Uh, especially since I think yeah I think the fact that like if, if the move like that that's that's paradox in the movie is that I think if people like it works because you don't know what was going to happen but because you didn't, because people didn't know what what came what, what was going on with the movie it maybe didn't grab their attention as much with the with the promotional stuff mm-hmm. uh, even though either you think that with James Wan's pedigree it would have it would have been had more of a thing but again again also it's also the pandemic uh, and the fact yeah. that the fact it was a dual release meant that. You know, there's a lot of people who want like paying ticket prices to go see it. Is uh, I think that, that yeah. So, so the what the box office wasn't great, but yeah, as 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 that is that is the weird thing about Freeman is like I'm not. It does seem very like complicated to like try to figure out like what the worth is of a movie in terms of just the streaming stuff because obviously it brings people it brings it brings it brings people to the streaming services like just one piece of content, but in, in and of itself is it making enough? Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It I really enjoy it regardless. <laughs> yeah. Um well Stu, thank you so much for coming on. Uh was there anything you wanted to plug before you go? No, nah, nah, I'm good today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no worries. Well thank you so much for coming on and obviously I hope to have you back soon. This was a really fun yeah. conversation. Uh, thank you. <laughs>